Welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch the Muppet movie two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us once again this week is our very special guest. Tell us who you are, very special guest. (laughs) Hello, Uh, I'm Danny Horn. I was the founder of Tough Pigs and the co-founder of Muppet Wiki. And I'm delighted to be back here again this week. And we could not possibly be more delighted to have you. So today we are looking at minutes 43 and 44 of the Muppet movie, which we pick up in the middle of Never Before Never Again. And we end with Piggy, uh, with Kermit asking Piggy the question, you want to come along? So going back to the start, uh, I I mentioned last week that my favorite lines in Never Before Never Again Mm. are in this and it's the first lines we hear here a love that keeps on growing on and on to fill each lover's heart and light the dawn <laughs> which we talked last time about how this song doesn't make any sense and it's all mixed metaphors <laughs> those are two different things <laughs> lover's heart and lighting the dawn are those light is immaterial and it doesn't <laughs> like it's nonsense it's such beautiful <laughs> nonsense that never occurred to me yeah, you're right. That it's yep. She's at at a certain point. She's just saying words. Right. Well, she's so overcome with love and emotion. Yeah. For this Maybe guy that she just saw for the first time. Yeah. Right, and knows nothing about including his name. <laughs> that is that is what epic romance is all about. Is not making sense. You decide that something is your destiny, and you just read out for that. And it turns out that when you do that, it actually is your destiny after all. Yeah. Every time. Words to live by. That is how love works. So um, we also pick up with this song. We don't hear a ton of it here, but we do get that amazing long high note at the end. Yes. Well, I just yeah. want to mention before that, though, there's the, the scene under the tree. Where she reaches up. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Just So they, they sort of uh, disappear under this tree. So they're obviously making out. Yes. And then Kermit sure. comes up and Miss Piggy pulls him right back down. <laughs> right, so. Kermit tries to get up to leave in her fantasy. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, and that, I love that, and we, did, we didn't mention this last time, last time, but similarly, there's that scene where they're running through each other into the, in the field last time, and she just starts pushing him back. <laughs> yes. And it goes about seven or eight seconds, and Kermit starts looking around, like, wondering what's happening, because they're just moving back so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah so he off. stops, but she keeps running. Yeah. <laughs> right. And actually there's a moment I, I forget which side of the of the two minutes this is on. Um but in in the kind of the Tom Jones scene where where he's now chasing her through the field, he falls down and then gets back up and kind of looks back a little bit. <laughs> at like, wait, what did what did I just trip over? Yeah. Which is just an adorable little like Jim Henson detail. Well we all do that when we trip. That you just keep running and you look back. Well, you look back like, oh, what did I just trip on? Even if it was only just you being clumsy. I don't know. I do that. I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I get it. We have to know. Yeah, you have to know whose fault it was. Yeah, it was the ground's fault. Obviously. There you go. But, and yeah, so it's it's gorgeous. Like the big long note at the end where he's just clearly like on purpose stretching beyond his key. 
just to make sure. Right. Well, and did like I've always wondered, did Frank Oz really hold one note for that long in the studio? Yes. Because that's some very impressive one. I uh, I tweeted that question at him on the day that we are <laughs> recording this. As of uh, recording time, he has yet to tweet back at me. <laughs> but I'm. How, I'm, luck. I hope, how I many hours that. ago was that? Uh, that's probably about six hours ago. It's not happening. All right. No, I don't know. Uh, the countdown is on. I'm still hopeful. <laughs> let let the record let the record show that I once tweeted at Frank Oz to ask if he would come on this podcast. He did not respond. Oh, all right. So maybe his his response time is not. Well, we know it's longer than six hours. I think you just have to catch him at exactly the right time of day when he's looking at his phone. Has he ever actually just randomly responded to Muppet fans? He, does. he did right away. Yeah. Like the first couple days he was on Twitter, he did a bunch. And I think he realized he didn't need to do that. Or that he didn't have time for that. <laughs> that yeah. that life is not like a 24-7 Muppet fan interview. <laughs> right, which, yes, I'm sure he realized that years ago. <laughs> you can't. But you we can't wish it were. All right, so anyways, so moving on to, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with Never Before, Never Again? Yes. I do. Uh, I have. We, we both clearly we both have stuff saved up. You go. Man. Well, this is more like things I noticed. So, uh, Miss Piggy's wearing this wedding dress. Yes. And we mentioned, I think, last week that uh, there's also a Kermit Piggy wedding in the uh, Marisa Berenson episode of the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. So I looked at some pictures on Muppet Wiki oh. from that episode. It's the same wedding dress. Is it really? Yeah. And that episode was taped um, in April of 1978. So that would have been before this. I don't know if they just knew that there was going to be a wedding scene in the new movie. So they thought, let's find another place to use it. Or if they just had, you know, made it for the the episode first and then decided to use it in the movie. But yeah, it's a a cool thing. My my guess is just that they like... It's such a perfect ending to that to the song and to the montage of them like riding off into the sunset together. Yeah, uh, and then they said, "Oh, we already got a dress." Yeah, we have the perfect thing for her. Yeah, done. Uh, and then the other thing is, I just I noticed the license plate says "I do too." The number two. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the license plate doesn't just say "I do." Miss Piggy is divorced. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, that's why. No, is that no. that's the the sad prequel, Bogan County prequel? So she had to sell the car that said I do. Yes. Got it. <laughs> she, had to sell, she had to get it relicensed in a new state. Duh. Oh, okay. Or this this is Kermit's car. Could be. And so he's, he does also, I guess. He's divorced? I don't know. Oh. oh, and the other thing is that there is a lot of rice being thrown at them. I was just going to ask if we were going to talk about the rice. Yeah. <laughs> There's crazy tons of rice, and... If you watch that, like specifically looking for that, which I was obviously. Yeah, and there was a kind sure. of there's kind of a moment where I thought that it was going to stop, but then it started up again. So. <laughs> no, right. They have like extra handfuls. They're like, oh wait, hold on. Yeah, the rice budget on this movie was crazy. It was out of control. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was. It was off the charts. There's also a really clear like Coca Cola product placement at that moment. Yeah. Do you think that's product placement? It, it's no. very obviously a Coke can. Yeah. And there's like, you just see that one. See, this is, I'm, I only know this now because like I was obsessing over these two minutes that we were going to talk about. Of course, that's, that's what we're here for. Exactly. Just grasping for things. 
oh, there's a can of Coke, which I'm now spinning into like way longer of a sentence than it deserves. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Right. I don't know. I got excited about the rice. Next, um, well, um, one thing I want to say, make sure we say before we move on from Never Before, Never Again, is we, I think we've mentioned Callista Hendrickson before, who was the costume designer. Yes. For the movie. Yeah, but we have. This sequence is, But deserves more love, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right, and it's, it's like this is her greatest moment in her career. Like, she, <laughs> must, she must have had so much fun. Yeah. All the costumes for this whole song. Because there's so many of them, they all look so great. Yeah. And Piggy has many costumes in this movie. Right. But yeah, this is a big, like, one after another, knocking it out of the park. Yeah, it's a showcase. I don't want to mention that, I, you know, we talked last week about the um, about the, the English pond and the hat. I'm, I'm still all about that hat. Mm. Um, but sure. one, thing, uh, one thing I wanted to, to talk about was just the huge influence that this number had then. Like on sort of the arc of Miss Piggy's fame in the United States and therefore um, the arc of popular culture uh, during the 70s and 80s that, um, you know, the, the point where this was sort of the point where Miss Piggy stopped just being a Muppet Show character and really became a celebrity on her own um, and had this whole arc from like 1980 to like 81, 82, like where there were Miss Piggy calendars and Miss Piggy and like and, and things at Hallmark that were just just kind of became her own her own thing separate even from the Muppet Show, um, and I think all of that really comes out of this song. Basically, like this song proves that you can go into Piggy's fantasy world and it's interesting in there. Um, and that you could put her in costumes and make her look glamorous. And it is both um, really beautiful and also hilarious at the same time. Um, and right. so in 1980, when they did the first like Miss Piggy fantasy uh, calendar, like it was it, all stuff that is essentially like inspired, I think, by the kind of stuff that they were doing in this montage. I don't, I don't know if that's interesting or if it leads to anywhere, but that was something. something no, it, and it's interesting to uh, see then that in the next movie, it's really, Piggy is kind of the star of the whole movie and the great Muppet caper. Right. And then she actually, and she goes out into the world. Like there's, um, one thing that I, that I love about Miss Piggy and, and why she's always been my favorite Muppet character is because um, it, she basically, she is like a mythopoetic trickster figure like Anansi the spider and Reynard the fox and Bugs Bunny like these characters in myth who uh who get away with stuff because they um they create their own world and then invite everybody else to come and live in it with them and they do because that the world they create is more interesting or more compelling um so there's like that the um the Br'er Rabbit story where uh, he's saying, please don't throw me in the briar patch. And they do. And it, and it turns out that um, that Br'er Rabbit like tricks the other animals by um, by pretending that he's scared of this thing where he really wants them to put him. And then Bugs Bunny does the same thing all the time with Elmer Fudd or Yosemite Sam or whoever uh, he's with, where, uh, you know, they think they're holding a gun on him. And then he like zips away and zips back. And, and now he's a waiter and he asks them you know, <laughs> right. to place an order and because like that 
the world that he's creating in that moment is funnier or more interesting or just catches them off guard, like they start to go with that. And all of a sudden they're ordering food or whatever it is that he's, that he's pretending that he's doing, you know, all of a sudden he's a barber and, and he's cutting their hair. Um, and so Miss Piggy does the same thing by sort of just insisting that, um, that Kermit is in love with her and insisting that she's the star of the show and that, and that she is the singer that, you know, everybody loves um, and kind of makes that happen on the show. And then really kind of starting with Never Before, Never Again, and kind of then moving on into the 80s, she basically plays that same trick on America and on the world. <laughs> like it, it goes into real life where, where she um, insists, like I am the most glamorous movie star in the world. And everybody had to agree because the world is so much funnier right? when yeah, that she, actually is the case. They, she got to present at the Oscars. You know? Yeah. And in, in September 1979, I don't know whether people will like remember this or not, but there's there um, she was on the cover of People magazine in this really like glamorous shot. So this was sort of it was promoting the movie, um, but it's this glamorous shot of just Miss Piggy sitting on a on like a, a steamer trunk that had all you know be, shows that she's like traveling around the world and and super successful. Um, and it was just this moment where the world and the and the article is is written basically from the point of view of Miss Piggy is real. Like it quotes Frank Oz as like a supporter of hers. <laughs> and so, you know, but the world has decided at that point, basically like around the Muppet movie and this magazine article that just Miss Piggy is real. We're all going with that. She's a real star. Um, and it's Piggy's fantasy actually like taking over and becoming reality for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And I, I it had such an effect that we still... The Muppets don't have the same cultural presence that they used to, but we still get glimpses of that sometimes when they have something new to promote or when somebody just decides that they want to book the Muppets for their thing. And it's, I think people really want that because, like you say, it's it's preferable to reality. Yeah. But, well, and what's, what's the sad now, 2018, 2017, 2015, I guess, the sad flip side of that is that people went nuts for the story that Kermit and Piggy broke up. Yeah. People love that idea that Kermit and Piggy are real, that we're all playing along with this. And then they didn't watch the TV show because they don't want to watch the Muppets do things. <laughs> I know. You know, so that's the, that's, that's the dark end point of that, I think, is like the Muppets as celebrities still, still fun. But like the Muppets, right. TV stars and movie stars, eh. It is, yeah. It is. It is now still difficult to to make that work. Yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. Like we want to see the Muppets, we just don't want to see them do anything. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Getting back to the Muppet movie here. Yeah, which is which is the moment when all of that stuff happened and actually still worked and and is kind of the beginning of that of that wonderful period when they were just real for everyone. Right. What I love here is after Never Before Never Again ends, Miss Piggy's fantasy is over. We come yes. back to, to reality. She's holding Kermit in her arms. Yeah. We, we do not see their first meeting in this movie. Like, presumably she just That's a really good point. Him, whatever, but like, <laughs> we don't know what actually happened. Right? right, and the crowd has dispersed at this point. So at some point, she came down off the stage and just 
yes. approached Kermit and and grabbed him, and everyone was just like, "Oh, all right, I guess the pageant's over." <laughs> right, and Kermit, who, do, who does seem kind of taken with Piggy, you know, he's just kind of like, "Excuse yeah. me," and climbs right on out of there. Like, it doesn't seem like he's had any great interaction with her so far, right? Like, does he introduce himself? Do we actually see that? No. I forget if that's is that's not a line. Is this is Kermit? I'm Kermit. Not yet. Not so far. Uh, <laughs> Gonzo says. Gonzo says, "Hey Kermit, who's the cute looking pig?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're so, right. So presumably, that's when she learns his name. Or it happens in that weird narrative space where their lives touched. What? What is it? Their loving hearts. Something. Uh, the lighting filled, the stars. It filled each lover's heart to light the dawn. The love. Yes. Yes, it's when that happened. Was was when she actually learned what his name was. And... Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how big a like, if this makes me even more of a nerd, but when you say that, I am thinking of Jen and Kira dream fasting in the Dark Crystal. That is actually exactly what happened. Kermit and Piggy are dream fasting. <laughs> the because yeah, no, that is actually yes. I mean, that's that is how it plays. That like, okay, this is destiny. Yeah, and the rest well, of the it... world just stops mattering. Like actually, like the crowd. Like, the crowd can disperse or not. It doesn't matter. Like, the contest is over. All those people are gone. And it doesn't well, matter what happens to them. The only thing that matters is is we come back from that and, and these two are united. Well, and I kind of love the idea that their first meeting is so mythic. Yeah. That we, we can't see, like, the mundane reality of it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. It yeah. needs to be the whole song. It needs to be five different fantasy sequences smashed together. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing less would suffice. Mm-hmm. Right. Although, of course, in Great Muppet Caper, we actually do see their first meeting in that. And it's just like she falls into a garbage can. And she's the garbage can. Yeah. You know? Well, that works. So, um, but getting back to Gonzo, I was going to say, uh, Gonzo, yeah. what I love, so he says, hey, Kermit, who's the cute looking pig? Before that, while Kermit and Piggy are talking, he's glancing between Piggy and Camilla the whole time. Oh, is he really? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just noticed that this time when I watched it for this. Yeah. (laughs) I I was looking at Camilla like right afterwards and she's kind of like holding her head like, oh no. Well, and she kind of like steps behind Piggy like she's examining her, right? Like like she's like checking her out and like wants to see what what this is all about. She doesn't say anything though when Gonzo says, who's the cute looking pig? No, but Camilla does not protest. Camilla steps away from Gonzo as soon as he says it though. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, so that's her protest. Yeah, she's giving him the silent treatment. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, but but also about uh, Hey Kermit, who's the cute looking pig? Like that had kind of been a thing on the Muppet Show, the, the Madeline Kahn episode, especially in season two. Gonzo has a crush on Piggy until he has a crush on Madeline Kahn. Right. So I I guess that's why they put it in here. Yeah, I think it's just left over from early Muppet Show. Yeah. yeah. But um, and then of course they brought it back from Muppet Babies also, where it came up like all Gonzo, baby Gonzo hit on baby Piggy all the time. Yeah, that was weird. That that show was weird. Well, I guess also, it really was. Um, and I guess like Gonzo asking that is is another example of kind of the world just being swept along into this fantasy that you know, like Elliot Gould thinks she's gorgeous, and Alma Jean thinks that she's gorgeous, and so does Gonzo, and it's kind of like that Miss Piggy has decided that she is gorgeous and the rest of the world is just kind of like falling in line behind that. Yeah. 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 Good theory. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, so then what else do we see? Well, uh, but I love one of the great piggy things here is when she asks him, what are you doing in town? Short, green, and uh, handsome. <laughs> and then she laughs like she's so pleased with herself. <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. And Kermit's just kind of like, eh, eh. Well, in her head, she's thinking like, yes, this is going really well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and... And it is, and it is super beautiful that like the, what exactly is the question? They ask? Like, would you like to come along? Yeah. Well, so first he says we're headed west, and then he yeah. says I should join my friends for ice cream. Do you want to come along? Yeah. Well, and that's what's watching it now without her answer. <laughs> like, because that's where these minutes cut off is right after Kermit says you want yeah. to come along. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does seem like it seems pretty clear that the question is. I'm going to join my friends for ice cream. Do you want to come along? Like right. to me as an audience member, that seems clear, but it's just exactly. ambiguous enough that you can see why Piggy, who probably didn't hear the ice cream thing because he said Hollywood, <laughs> you know, no, he didn't. He didn't say Hollywood. Yet. Yeah. I, I think she did hear it. I think as with all of these other things, she has decided to shape the world the way that she wants <laughs> it to be. She says, this is, this is what I'm doing. We're going to Hollywood. And then that is just what happens to her. I always wonder, though, why was he... He asked Sweetums if he wanted to join them no. to go to Hollywood. No, no. Fozzie but... asked. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So that's very different than Kermit asking. So I you think... don't think Kermit would have asked Sweetums? No, because Kermit is... Immediately after Fozzie says that, Kermit's just kind of like... Moving right along, Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot invite Kermit, every stray. I don't think Kermit wants a giant monster in his station wagon. Well, no, I wouldn't all. think so. More than, especially not more than the pig that he's obviously interested in. Yeah. No, I don't think Kermit had any interest in picking up additional random, pastors. random strays. I mean, like, yeah. Fozzie's like his buddy, so that's going to happen. But even Gonzo, like, they crashed into his car. What, like, right. what are they going to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. But I guess we don't, but we don't know what's going to happen now. No, after, this is all after he asked. Yeah, after he asked the question. I hope that we find out at some point. Well, we can find out later by listening to future episodes. But are, are we done? Oh. Do either of you guys have anything else you'd like to say? Um, I wanted to ask both of you, have you ever uh, li- been listening to the Muppet movie soundtrack and sung along with Never Before Never Again and attempted to sustain that final note? Because I certainly have. Uh, I actually went to a Muppet movie sing-along and did the entire thing as loud as I possibly could. People <laughs> appreciated it. And I, yep. I went all the way with Miss Piggy. I couldn't hold that note either, and I just went right along with her. That was a beautiful experience, and I would, I would encourage anybody, please go out in public with people who do not know you. <laughs> they will be impressed by that. I think that's the place to do it, though, too, because you're at a. If it, if it's specifically yes. presented as a sing along, then you mm-hmm. know, just go wild. Yeah, but nobody else was going on that. I owned <laughs> that song entirely. Just you and Piggy. Yeah, it was just it was a duet. Yeah, it was. Um, no, I usually try and then like cut out like halfway through. I mean, I just like can't do it after about halfway. My uh, my wife does it. She can she can hold it. I don't. She can't quite hit the note, but she can hold it for that long. Uh, she tries. She like this has been a very real struggle for her. Is trying. <laughs> not well. Not hitting the note is kind of the point. Oh, well, true, true. Um, I will say that today, like having watched these minutes, I was walking. So I, I work in a middle school, and I was walking around 
at school all day in the hallway, <laughs> just like never before, <laughs> like all day, and no kid made eye contact with me, no one <laughs> But I was definitely singing this song out loud all day today. today. Is that just another day? Another day at school for you? It kind of is. Walking around muttering something, and none of the kids will look at you. I mean, I have like a giant poster of Groucho Marx hanging in my office that no kid has ever commented on. So, <laughs> so yes, it's very typical. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, there is an alternate version, an alternate recording of Never Before, Never Again, which was brought to our attention by alert listener Zachary Kenny. And it's actually on YouTube. I'll include a link to it uh, when we post this episode. Um, I, I think, Danny, you said you had watched it. I, I watched it because you told you told us about it. I'd, yeah. I'd never heard that. I, I don't remember if I it's, ever knew. It's apparently from the UK version, which was a little bit different than the than the US version of the movie. And it, it sounds... Terrible. It is pretty terrible. It it sounds more like... I don't know exactly... Like The one thing that's really offensive about it is that after a while, there's um, there are some backup singers who kick in. Yeah. It, it sounds like it was intended to have the feel of like a a then contemporary 70s like easy listening pop song rather than this big grand movie song so yeah yeah, i'm glad it i'm glad it only exists in that alternate version and not in the (laughs) the the main version the real version it's and i think is the is the actual miss piggy track different i only like was able to listen to it once um and then uh to check back with the other one to make sure that i wasn't it was actually a good song uh but it sounds like maybe it was a different take or something i think it might be a different vocal take too toward the end it it sounded like there were some differences yeah i I haven't listened to it yet so i have nothing i have no comment i'm I'm interested in what you guys have to say yeah it's a weird thing yeah Yeah, definitely go and look It, it did once again it was like another thing that just made me really happy that yes they kept just making the right choices yeah that's what the Muppet movie is made out of. It's just all the right choices. Except they never got, so, they never get uh, Henry Kissinger. That was the one, the one thing that they. Yeah, we were speculating about that. Like, do you think they called him and he said no? Do you think <laughs> they even bothered trying? I think he I, really, really wanted to, and they just couldn't make their schedules work. <laughs> I choose to believe that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you guys, just keep believing that in your heart. <laughs> we are touching it, and we are making it ours. <laughs> <laughs> all right well on that note i think it's time to say goodbye once again Sounds until good. next week so thank you again everyone for listening to moving right along today and danny thank you so much for joining us oh thank you guys this, you you have now now i really really miss talking about the muppets all the time it is always um, a pleasure talking about muppets with you yeah you too this is so much fun thank you guys and uh is there anything you would like to plug before we go your, your other work, other places we can find you on the internet, and so on. Yeah, sure. Um, the My big current project is I'm writing a daily blog about a 1960s vampire soap opera called Dark Shadows, uh, where I'm writing about every episode. I'm close-ish to the end. Please come along and uh, cheer me on as I get through the last like 100 episodes or so. It's darkshadowseveryday.com. Truly a noble project. Yes, thanks so much. Absolutely. And so in the meantime, you can... Follow Tough Pigs. You can check us out at toughpigs.com. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. You can follow Ryan at me, Ryan Rowe. 
And Danny, your um, re- remind me again where to follow you on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter is DS Every Day. DS Every Day. Or yeah. Dark Shadows. Not for Danny Says Every Day. Danny Stuff. Right. E- either one. Either one will get you there. Sure. So thank you. We have been moving right along. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, our theme song is, our theme music rather, is by Stacy Rosen. Thank you, Stacy. And our logo is by Morgan Davis. So if you're so inclined, everyone at home, give us a positive review on iTunes. Tell all your friends to listen to the show and join us again next week where we will talk more about the Muppet movie on Moving Right Along. Bye-bye. Bye, never again.